Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, my next guest went from wheelchair to dance floor in just 21 days. She's going to teach us all how to have a miracle mindset. Her incredible journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, there's an old saying, uh, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get up. And my next guest describes herself as the queen of the get up. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Madrano, she's a thought leader and she's the founder of Miracle Mindset. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm thrilled. One, I wish we had a shoe cam because she has these bright <laughs> uh, gold shoes on and you can just tell that she stops traffic with her glow. So I want to talk to you about, you have this wonderful outlook on life and you have this wonderful glow about you, but you came through so much adversity. What was your childhood like? What was your, um, you know, your 20s like? Oh my goodness. Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> and I love it. I'm here for it. Yes. Um, so I'm an immigrant. I came out when I was one years old. I was undocumented at the time. I had no idea, by the way, until I was 15. But I was a white girl. <laughs> Go figure. I don't know. <laughs> but it worked for my family because we were undocumented. Um, and so what comes with being undocumented, though, is by being under the radar, right? So you don't want someone who's like boisterous and happy and loud and all of the things. And um, I've been all of those things. I think I came out with these boots from the womb. <laughs> so there was nothing quiet about me. But my mother loved to say this, which impacted me for the rest of my life, which was, Calladita, te ves bien bonita. What that means is, silence. In your silence, you are beautiful. How that impacted me for the rest of my life where it impacted me in all of my life were in all the spaces that I needed to get actually my shout on. So my shout was taken away in places and spaces where I needed that. I don't know about you, but I've hit some really low places in my life. I've had physical abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse stemming from within my family, um, stemming from husband, stemming from victimization of my children. I needed to get my shout back. I couldn't still run in calladita, te ves bien bonita. It didn't work for me anymore. So I have been in the process of the getting up all of my life. I have had to dig deep in those moments when I was in my 20s, when I was being raped multiple times. In those moments, in my 20s, when I needed to get my shout on, when I needed to say, stop. 
I'm worthy. No more. I had so many opportunities in my life to say no more. Whether it was me being victimized, whether it was my children being victimized, whether it was my family being victimized, God gave me so many beautiful opportunities to get my get up on. Oh my goodness. To get my shout on. You give me chills and thank you for having the courage to share your story because I know you're inspiring countless people watching this right now. We've got a picture and I want you to tell us about this episode in your life. And this picture is you in a hospital bed. Whew. Oh boy, did I need to get my shout on. <laughs> this is three years ago. This was three short years ago. I went um, in for a brain tumor extraction. That was a secondary finding. I fell off a ladder while I was painting a closet. Um, I had a severe concussion. I went in, they said, don't worry, you're fine. However, but we did a scan and we found a tumor. And so you need to go and see a neurologist. Um, I went to go see the tumor, fast, excuse me, the neurologist, fast forward. Um, I was told I needed a, a extraction, but it was really tiny and not to worry. I had 10 to 15 years before it caused any issues for me. Why would I wait 10 to 15 years? <laughs> I said, let's do this now. When I went in to get it done, I had to go in and actually have everything rechecked. And they said, we don't know how this happened, but the, the tumor grew. And now it's going from a three inch incision to a full craniotomy, 47 staples later, two blood transfusions, multiple strokes, woke up paralyzed. Wow. That's what you're seeing. Okay, we've got some incredible video of you kind of relearning to walk. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let me tell you the pain that it took, what I had it to, what I had to find inside of me to just stand. I know it sounds very, ooh, luxurious, like 21 days. Wow, that's fantastic. No, it was 21 days of the feeling of, you all heard of the crown of thorns, right? Mm -hmm. I had 47 staples of the crown of thorns on my head, pushing in daily. I couldn't take drugs. I couldn't pump the morphine button as I wanted to the first couple of days is what I did every 10 minutes. But if I wanted to get up, if I wanted to defeat the odds, if I wanted to tell them, no, not today, I am absolutely standing up, I had to do this sober. I had to be able to not stumble. I had to use every inch inside of me. I don't know if you've been there, but I had to pull up every victimization, every hurt, every betrayal, every word of hate, all the things that were used against me today in this moment, they were being used for me. Mm. And that's what I pulled from to get up in 21 days. And we said in the beginning of the show, uh, 21 days to the dance floor. <laughs> Ooh, that, listen, <laughs> when God wants to show off, you let him. So when they said to me, you're going to rehab to learn to live in a wheelchair. I looked at them like, oh, I'm sorry, you a whole bunch of crazy. Um, because I'm going to walk. And so when I got there by wheelchair, they said, you know, Ari, what do you want to do now that you're here? And 
I thought, that's a ridiculous question. Uh, walk, I said. I said, no, 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 no. Because I thought, I mean, if I'm doing this, go big or go home. We are in Texas. <laughs> I'm going to dance out. Dance out. And that's all I said, because I had very limited words at the time. Dance out. Dance. And they were like, you're so cute. Okay. And that is what I did. I danced out in 21 days to salsa specifically. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're so inspirational. Okay, I want to talk about your speaking career. We've got um, some video, I believe, of you on stage. What is it about sharing your story? Um, what it, it must be cathartic for you to share the story. It absolutely is. And if someone told me that I would be out in front of thousands doing this, I'd say you, you a whole lot of crazy. <laughs> But listen, when God does what he does over and over and over and over and over and over again, every time, all the time, no matter what, come what may, I get up, this can't just be me. Mm. This can't just be me. Why am I the only 1% medical miracle? No, this should be 100% of us. And I'm not any special than you, than you, and than you. You've got everything inside of you. Someone just needs to teach you the ghetto. So now, when the Lord said, what, what are you doing, Ari? Oh, how cute, you're being a mom, that's nice. Oh, how cute, you're being a great friend, that's great. Oh, you told five of your friends what you did? That's awesome. Hello, I'm a miracle working God, not just yesterday, but today and tomorrow. I'm gonna need you to use that boldness, that Latina flair, get up on stage and teach the people. Mm. Teach the people. Tell me about the comments, and you must see tears in the eyes of the audience during, <gasps> during the speeches, don't you? That is the most, challenging part for me because I'm I'm a synergistic person it's a give-and-take I don't do monologues I, I, I'm not here to just I'm not here to hear myself talk <laughs> I'm here to be of service I'm here to give and so when I feel you receive and I see those tears in your eyes the same way I could feel folks on the other end now being impacted mm -hmm. to receive hope when they told you you won't speak, you won't talk, you won't be beautiful, no one wants to hear you. When they say to you, Calladita. Te ves bien bonita. that you get your shout back. Mm. That moves me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I urge my audience to follow her on all her social media platforms. One of them, uh, you are prolific on Instagram. We're going to pull up your Instagram and just kind of scroll down this. I mean, you lead a very active life and you do a lot of posting. And, and I want you to talk a little bit more about miracle mindset. So the thread that I found through all of the adversity that I have gone through, through everything and anything in all the spaces and all the places of the kick me, kick me in my teeth, in my gut, in my face, pull the hair out, all the things. What I know that I know that I know is that with faith, focus, action, and commitment, anything and everything is possible. Come what may. Mm. You know what impresses me about you? There are a lot of people who um, have become a victim and they kind of wallow in their victimhood forever and ever and ever. And you come out fighting. You go from victim to victor. So <laughs> what is that about you? Is it just born into you? Or uh, what, what coaching would you give to the person watching this saying, well, I, you know, I wish I could be her? 
Oh, stop wishing and just start doing. I'm gonna need you to be in your doingness. I need you to be in the era of your doingness. And in your doingness, you're gonna be all that you need to be. Listen, I want you to draw it real close right now because this is going to change your life. Stop living in your past present. I'm gonna need you to focus with the end in mind. Who you want to be, you are today. Be that. See that and be that. Be it and you will live it. You will get through 100% anything and everything that you want is at the other end of you. If you would only stop speaking to yourself and yourselves all the negativity that you have coming out of your mouth, sister and brother. Watch your words because you're listening. Yourself and yourselves are listening. Mm. The life that you want, the words that you speak over you, are the words that will drive you. What are you saying? What are you thinking? It matters. We have a clip and I want you to set this up for us. What are we about to watch? This is uh, you speaking on camera at Gateway, I believe. Yeah, so Gateway Church. I actually went as a participant, just like anybody else. <laughs> I went to receive. The interesting thing is that I lived in California at the time. I used to come out here all the time, and then I moved to Oregon, and all, wherever God told me to go, I went. Um, and at one point, finally, God said, pick up and move to Dallas. What was here? People would ask, is your husband there? Is your aunt? Nobody here except for Jesus. That, that's it. It's, it's just him and I. And I said, okay, let's do this thing. Moved out here. Oh, my goodness, I get to go to Pink Impact. Wow, that's fantastic. I don't have to take a plane. I don't got to rent a hotel. I am here. So I get there and right away, people just start drawing to me. Mm. I got great shoe game, y'all. You should go and see the <laughs> shoe game. I got great shoe. Listen, when God gives you your leg back, you show them off. I show them off 100%. And I kept getting stopped. And the next thing I knew, I had 10, 12 women hearing my story because they wanted to know, where did you get those fabulous boots? And then I told them, not just where I got them, but why I was wearing them. Mm. And the next thing I knew, a camera crew came over. And they, and they were saying, you need to hear her story. You need to hear her, get her on camera. So what you're going to see is he looked at me and he said, can you say what you were telling them in 30 seconds or less? Beautiful. I said, game on, let's go. Okay, let's roll the clip. Two years ago, I found myself in a trauma room having a brain tumor extracted. I woke up excruciating pain partially paralyzed. My entire left side would no longer move. I had no executive level thinking and or speaking. Fast forward, they send me to rehab to learn how to be in a wheelchair. They asked me what I wanted and I said to walk. I walked out in 21 days. No one believed me, but the Lord knows. The Lord knows. I had huge faith and in 21 days, I not just walked out of there, I danced out of there. What are you waiting for God to do in your life? If I can walk, he can do anything. All things are possible. Love it. So inspirational. I could listen to you all day. We've, we've <laughs> got a couple minutes left. So in the, in the final two minutes, I want you to talk about the importance of the story that you tell yourself, specifically the moment we get up. Because I know there are millions and millions of people who wake up and say, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. Oh, my God. And I, if you have an attitude of gratitude, if you wake up and greet the day, it's a completely different experience, isn't it? 
<laughs> I love this question. <laughs> yes. Gratitude is everything. This is what I did while I was actually in the hospital room. In my hospital room, I had all around my room, I had scripture. Scripture to remind me the truth of God's word. Scripture to remind me I'm not only going to get up, I'm going to dance out. I had pictures all over. I had family send me pictures, right? So I'm grateful. I may not have a left leg that's working yet, but let me focus on all the things I do have. So I do the same thing then that I do today. The very first thing, first and foremost, that I say in the morning is, good morning, daddy, mm -hmm. 100%. And then I say, I love you, Papa. And he says he loves me back. Yes, I hear from the Lord 100%. You should too, by the way. <laughs> okay. And then I go into all the things I'm grateful for, even when, and especially if I'm achy and this and that, I just say, thank you, Lord, that I feel absolutely no pain. Thank you, Father, that I am divinely created to be the vessel for you. Daddy, how do you want to use me today? Mm. How do you want to use me today? Daddy, I pray over my sons. I have two boys. They are absolutely beautiful. I love them. How do you want, how do you want me to speak to them today? How, how do I show up for them? Oh, I show up 100. How you show up in the world matters. Daddy, I want all the energy. Daddy, I am energy. Oh, by the way, what are my intentions for the day? I do not get up out of that bed until I know that I have the energy to move the intention that God has for me that day. Do not let your feet hit the ground before you are grounded. That's how I start my day. What a beautiful way to end this segment. We're also going to leave you with her website, which is ariamadrano.com, the great Ari Madrano. Thanks for coming on the show. Gracias. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.